is Political American. How we doing? This is a special episode number 10, I do believe. Yes, episode 10. Uh, a milestone episode that uh, I'm currently doing at work because I've been too busy, too way too busy, way too busy. That's why there's been practically what six months to a year since the last episode i don't think it's actually been a year but it's been quite some time quite quite some time uh that's what happens when you're an essential worker and i mean i hadn't posted for a little bit before the corona um but it certainly did not help things that's for sure I moved to a different state uh, with a job opportunity that pays well more than what I was getting paid before because I'm not making any money off the podcast uh, which is fine that wasn't really the initial goal Maybe eventually, maybe uh, people will donate over time as I get more episodes in and uh, get a little bit more used to this. Um, it does kind of suck that I'm doing this at work and I can't make a a official, like... professional vibe to it Uh, so there's going to be trucks and horns and trains and cars and all kinds of things like that so you know that's it's the name of the game when you gotta when you want to make a podcast but you can never find the time and you just finally settle on you know anything you could do So, that's, that's kind of what's been happening, um, and why, uh, there's probably going to be not such great quality in, uh, this episode, um, but, you know, I wanted the 10th episode to be a little bit better, but, um, maybe the 100th. Maybe the 100th, or maybe the 20th, or maybe the 50th. I don't know. Uh, But I got to make this. I got to make these episodes a little bit more often. Um, Thankfully, uh, I use the Anchor app, which allows me, like, I can, uh, which I should do more, but I can make little snippets, like uh, record... Uh, 
a piece here and there and then just put it all together. Then hopefully it all works out in the end. That would be kind of nice. But uh, we'll see how that goes. We'll try and use that as we go forth in my podcasting journey here on uh, discovering how to do stuff. So, um, also, I needed to get stuff off my chest, and this is the best place to do it. And I think the best way to do it, at least right now. Um, So, there's a lot. There's been a lot. For the past several months, I've been trying to get my thoughts out there and start talking about things because for the past few months it has been a shit show it has been a shit show since the beginning of this year pretty much uh, it has been ridiculous and it is an electric an election year it is an election year there is a lot of stuff to talk about a lot of stuff um I love how they want to talk about Trump's poll numbers and how low they are. Like, that's even a thing. Like, that's even a thing now. Like, or anymore, should I say. Sorry, I'm going to vape. Um, like, that's even a thing anymore. They're going to try and push poll numbers and talk about poll numbers again and you know I guess it's been four years so people forgot but I didn't and if you had forgotten or uh, if you didn't really follow or whatever back in 2016 uh there was polls that unanimously had Hillary winning. They were so certain Hillary was going to win. All these experts said Hillary was going to win. It was Hillary, Hillary, Hillary. Okay. That's what was going on. That's what everyone said. There wasn't, I don't think there was one person or one out outfit, one organization that said that Trump had a chance. Not a single fucking place and even though yes Hillary got the popular vote so I guess technically they were right in popularity in a sense um they were wrong obviously in electoral votes uh which is what you need to focus on when running for president uh and so this time they're doing the same thing but with Biden, that Biden's getting so many votes and or Biden's going to win because he's got better poll numbers and yakety schmackety. And I'm astounded. I'm astounded because I despised Hillary Clinton, but at least she had a fucking brain. At least she had a brain. At least she can understand where she was. At least she can remember her name. At least she knew how to talk. At least she knew 
what the year was and what was going on. I mean, a, a lot of these people, when you public speak, and I even do it while I'm talking through my podcast and stuff. When you public speak, you can't, I mean, we're humans. We fuck up all the time and stuff like that. You know, we 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 say wrong things. And uh, when you're talking amongst a crowd or whatever, and maybe you get too nervous or maybe you get too excited or maybe you just whatever, whatever, you'll say the wrong thing. So even Obama, there's a couple of gaffes. I mean, uh, Bush Jr. was... There's a train. Um, Bush Jr. was unanimous in that. Like, like, not really unanimous. That's the wrong word. See, there's another. There's, there's a, there's proof right there. He was uh, famous. Let's just say famous. He was famous for it. Bush Jr. was famous for just fucking words up and saying the wrong thing and. And doing stupid shit like strategery, you know, and stuff like that, which I kind of still use today because it's kind of fucking hilarious, I think, uh, personally. But, um, so Obama, you know, he said, uh, what did he say? I toured all, uh, he either, he said too high or too low. What did he say? 42 states or... 52 states, I don't know, something like that, you could look it up, but he was wrong, you know, it's 48 states, and uh, that's that's mainland USA, is 48 states, plus Hawaii and Alaska, um, if you didn't know, <laughs> um, but he made, he made a gaffe, and shit happens like that all the time you know, so I'm sure Hillary Clinton did that, has done a couple of those too, is she just has gaffes, even though she's not, uh, that wasn't played up as much, I guess, so probably out of candidates, probably over the last at least 10 years, or not 10 years, I guess, over the last three to four elections. She's probably had the least amount of gaffes, which I, is, is kind of a triumph in itself. But she was still horrible for the job. Um, but anyways, you're going to you're going to have Biden. You're going to put Biden up there. Really? You're going to put Biden up there. And Biden has had just he he has so many gaffes to the point that it's pretty clear he just cannot think and talk and understand what is going on in reality so they really think that this guy is going to beat Trump that's comical i think what's going to uh maybe find out like what's what's going to cement his run is who he picks for VP 
And personally, even though everybody has a lot of different choices and, you know, um, there's, you know, Kamala Harris, uh, fucking Amy Klobuchar. Sorry, I yawned. I apologize. Um, it's, I'm on graveyard. Um, and there is a ton. Oh, I think a truck's coming. I'm at pause. Yep, gonna pause. Getting gonna be loud. Sorry about that. Um, we were talking about uh, Biden's uh, VP pick. So, all these people that they plan on having as his VP pick. You know, um, and my, I personally, even though a lot of people don't think it's going to happen, a lot of people think she's done. A lot of people, uh, even she said that she doesn't know. She has not, she has not out and out said that she will never run again or will never try again. She is out and out never denied or said she won't attempt it. Nothing like that. Um, and she was actually on Joe Biden's podcast saying that she would love to be his VP. And that is good old Hillary Clinton. And that's the only way I see that... Biden has any kind of shot whatsoever in the real world. Um, I think that that's the only way that Biden will have a decent shot at being president because everyone will latch on to Hillary Clinton. And yes, there is still people that would love to see Hillary Clinton be president. I know I'm as shocked as you right now because I can't imagine anybody being that stupid as to be hoping for Hillary Clinton to be president. But there's those people that are still alive that still think that she would make a great president. There are still people that consider her president because they think she won and it was stolen from her. There is still those people, those distorted reality fucking just completely mind-numbed, brainwashed, just completely retarded-ass fucking individuals that think she won and she's the president even though she's not in the white house yeah i don't know there's uh there's some ignorant people out there uh but she's she's i think that's who's going to be his vp pick and that would be the only logical i think uh choice <clears throat> Now, um, a lot of people say Kamala Harris or Stacey Abrams. While I don't think that 
they while I think that they would be a great pick given a good president or a presidential candidate <clears throat> I think they would be a good pick in certain situations uh, for Democrats uh, I personally don't like either of them but they would be perfect for uh, a different ticket uh Listening to the No Agenda show, uh, John Dvorak uh, put a very put out a very concise reasoning as to why a black female will not be the first vice president female. It's got to be a white female. Just like the first president will be a white female. Or the first female president will be a white female. Uh, if Michelle Obama or whatever ran. Uh, or even, I mean maybe maybe Oprah might, might make that jump. But even if Michelle Obama ran, I don't think she'd win. Um, because he made a very poignant case that... Democrat women, while being uh, myopic and selfish and and uh, obviously slightly lacking on the mental faculty side because they're voting for Democrats, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. But anyways, um, that because... They are who they are, that they will not vote for a black woman over a white woman for the first. And when you start thinking that, I I know if you have seen all the, uh, if you read and think and you're a Democrat and all that stuff and you believe in all the fucking equality shit that Democrats say and all this stuff. It's all a ruse. It's all false. They don't, they really don't care about that. Uh, leftists more so than Democrats, but they really don't care about all that. Okay. Because when you look at history and you look at what the Democrat party stands for, who founded it, what's going on, what's going on now, you realize that the Democrat Party is the party of racism, is the party of stomping on the American worker. They are not, they are are for rich people. They are not for you. They don't give a shit about you. They never have given a shit about you. Uh, Republicans are kind of the same. But Republicans at least do shit that will help you more than the Democrats. And yes, I know that's a lesser of two evil things. I'm a libertarian. So the Libertarian Party, I believe, with how stupid shit's been going, regardless of what I'm going to say in the future about the two parties... And my viewpoints, the Libertarian Party is always going to be the choice 
because shit is fucked up beyond belief and there is there's no way that you can't tell me with how ridiculous everything's been run that the Libertarian Party doesn't deserve a shot. Because, obviously, everyone else doesn't give a fuck. I mean, <clears throat> uh, Trump has more than most restored some faith in the Republican Party. Uh, he hasn't done everything, you know, he's not, he's not a, a, uh, a Reagan-esque type person. He's done several things that are very anti-libertarian and that frustrate me. Overall, though, he has been a good president. I firmly believe that. I do not like how he talks. I do not like how he has to be on Twitter for things. I do not like how he fucking fights with people. But whatever. That's superficial shit. It really is. It's superficial shit. I am electing a president who is going to pass bills and do things for me. For me and my family. For my job. To help me have a better job, to help me work and make more money and help my family. That is why I am electing a president. I am not electing a president because he's going to make fancy words and make America look smart. I'm not doing that shit. All right. That's not why I'm electing a president. And if you... If you only elect a president because, oh, he said nice things and he's so nice and he speaks well and it's so amazing. He could talk to everybody and it would be great. Oh, he plays the saxophone. He's so relatable. Who gives a flying shit about all the entertainment aspects of a president? I want him to do stuff. Everyone, you know, like being a communicator is pretty nice. It is. But but, but communication, I'd much rather have a a doer than a communicator. I want someone that's going to get shit done. And Donald Trump has gotten shit done. Tax cuts uh I know most of this podcast is like a tangent. I apologize. Tax cuts um, helped working class people. Everyone's like, "Oh, it helped out. Uh, it helped out the rich more." Blah blah blah, and hurt the hurt the uh, the middle the middle class and and lower class and working class and all that stuff. No, no, it didn't. It helped out the working class. Everybody middle poor everybody got helped by the tax cuts it helped jobs which rich people by all definition is someone that's making about what 
350,000 to half a million or no, three about 350, I think it was $450,000 and up. So basically if you just own a small fucking gro like if you own a gas station or a convenience store, you're rich by democrat standards. By democrat standards you're rich. So when Bernie Sanders is talking about tax the rich and all that stuff, when he's taxing when he's talking about tax the 1%. Okay? And it sounds great when you don't know what the fuck that means. When he says, which just shows how uh, like how they keep everybody in poverty, pretty much. Because it's mostly, because mostly big cities are poverty stricken. Versus rural communities, like in the state that I ha- or the state that I'm in, there's about three-ish, with one really big city, and two slightly smaller ones. There's about three metropolitan areas considered, uh, and the biggest one isn't even the capital. So there's three big cities, and everything else is rural. And, uh, every, you know, just in, in, if you go into the big cities, it is way worse. It is harder to find jobs. The streets are messed up. Everything's just worse. It's worse. And who ends up running? Well, not so much here, but mostly all these big cities, they're all they all have democrat mayors and if you get enough big cities they have democrat governors for the state i.e. california california was fucking fantastic and then democrats took over and now look at it it was never like that when democrats were in, it, democrats didn't build it like that that was republicans it used to be a republican state Republicans built it up to a powerhouse. Democrats turned it into shit. That's the truth. That is your history right there. That is the fucking truth. So, when Bernie Sanders talks about the 1%, he's talking about uh, a even even a self a, a black owned business that's a barbershop, that's a hair salon, that's a, you know, that's a lot of shit like that. Anyone that owns a little business that has enough people going through it, like, like for instance, when I lived in Sacramento, there was a breakfast place that was only open for uh, from about what six till one o'clock, one p.m. Uh, I think every day, but it was mostly breakfast. It wasn't lunch and dinner. It was just mostly breakfast. Small little place, always fucking packed, always packed, and because it was good food. 
I bet you those people made easily a year a million dollars. Easily. Now, what was it profit? I don't know. But easily a million dollars. And they want to tax those people into oblivion. It's not the fucking the <clears throat> the Amazons and the and the Apples and the Googles. It's not all those people. That's not what who's considered rich. You know, and then if you look at them uh in 2016, it was the 1%, the 1%. And then he became the 1% after his first presidential run from all the money everybody gave him that he didn't give back once he lost and sold out to Hillary Clinton um, and bought his second beach home. There's, you know, he became, he became a millionaire. So then it wasn't about the 1% anymore. It was about the one-tenth of the 1%. He changed his story. And then it wasn't about the millionaires. It was about the billionaires. Because he wasn't a billionaire yet. So he wouldn't get taxed. It's kind of funny how that happens, right? Um, he, he lost... I, I was starting to think about Bernie. Uh, back in the day, I was looking at him. And I was a little curious. And then when he said... That white people don't know what it's like to be poor. I grew up in fucking motels. Uh, My parents had a drug problem. And uh, we lived pretty poor. And for you to sit there and say white people don't know what it's like to be poor. Yep. Nope. Fuck you. You just lost my vote in any credibility. So with me. So, you know, nope. Not doing it. Uh, so he was out Biden's Biden's out. I mean, like, I don't, I don't understand how even, I mean, even if Hillary is his VP, I don't think he's going to win. I think Trump's going to win. And then in 2024, uh, it's going to be pretty crazy. It's going to be pretty crazy. I don't think Biden will be back. Uh, I don't think Bernie will be back, but he might be back. But I don't think he'll be back. Uh, that'll be pretty fucking laughable if he shows up again. That'd be like Gary Johnson fucking running for Libertarian Party again. For the, you know, 80th time. Uh, but. I'm, I'm curious in 2024 to see what happens. But that's pretty much it. I think uh, Trump's going to win the Libertarian Party candidate. Um, right now, I don't think has a shot, not even close to a shot, uh, like Gary Johnson did last election, who I voted for. I I voted for Gary Johnson. Um, I liked him. I knew he wasn't going to be president. There's no fucking way he was going to be president, but I was hoping that we would get enough of the pie to where we can actually become a legitimate party. But not enough people were, everybody was jumping ship and, oh, this guy's better, this guy's better. And it's like, okay, that's cool. 
that you want to vote for someone that better fits your ideals. And that's what that's what the problem with the libertarians are. Uh, big L or little L. They will abandon someone for someone else if they think that that person shares their values a lot more. And they don't think about the overall chess game of helping out the party and trying to get away from a two-party system. It could have happened in 2016, and then we would have been a more powerful uh, entity in 2020. But they didn't think about that. And that's what libertarians' issue is, is that they don't think about the overall picture. They just think about uh, very minute, selfish details. And uh, they need to get their head out of their ass personally. And one day, hopefully, that happens. But that's 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 the election rundown is in this part in this episode. Um, as far as I'm going to take it, because I've probably spent almost an hour on it. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about, or I want to switch gears from election to Trump and talk a little bit more about Trump. Um, I don't really care what people think my views are on Trump or what my attitude is on Trump. I I really, I don't care. I'm going to vote for him again. If you don't like that, that's fine. That's your opinion. You know, I can share my opinion. Uh, I personally think that he is far and wide the most criticized president in history. Uh... Everyone has uh, just shit on him left and right. Um, I got a truck coming in. It's going to be a little loud. Uh, You can probably hear it already. Uh, So I'm going to stop for a second because he's going to drive by and it's going to be any louder, even louder. And, and before you start saying that, oh, Obama was criticized and blah, 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 way more. No, or just the, just the same amount. No, no, Obama was not. Or people said mean things about Obama too. Um, people said, okay, let's 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 backtrack here then. All right, let's backtrack. Let's backtrack to who started it. All right, George George Bush Senior. Let's go. Let's go back to my pretty much when I was a kid and stuff like that. I'm, I am 38 years old, so let's go back a few years. So, George Bush Sr. Um, there was some negativity, of course. Uh, there's normal negativity that had happened uh, with George Bush Sr. You know, oh, he messed up here, blah, blah, blah. 
you know, eh, he's stupid, you know, just normal stuff that you would hear, you know, uh, but Democrats still acknowledged uh, good works in the current president, okay? Then you go to Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton, Republicans would still uh, recognize the good things that Clinton did uh, up until the whole Monica Lewinsky thing. Blah, blah, blah. Okay? Yeah. And then, which he did get impeached, but he got acquitted. So, uh, he never was convicted. He was impeached, though. Um, just like Trump was uh, impeached, but acquitted. Which is also a part of the game. That's the reason why the Democrats did it. You impeached our fucking holy savior of Clinton. So, we're going to impeach your holy savior of Trump. And it, it was just a fucking... Uh, and th- guess what? In 2024, when there's a Democrat president, uh, which may or may not be the case, I really hope it doesn't, but probably going to happen when that when there's a Democrat president. Guess what's going to happen in 2024? I guarantee it. Guess what's going to happen? They're going to try and the Republicans are going to sit there and do the same things that Democrats did. And try and impeach their fucking Democrat president. So, whatever. But, uh, so, we have George Bush Sr., Clinton, all that stuff. And then we get to George Bush Jr. Since the election, because of how Florida went, and how it should have went to Gore... And from then on, pretty much it was a lot of of negative talk. And that's where it really started. That's where it really started. The, the sensationalizing of politics. It really kind of started. I mean, there was a little flavors... You know, a little bit of hit and miss, little little test in the waters, you know, during previous administrations. But it really hit off during George Bush Jr. And they really, they made, you know, they tried to hit him in a lot of different ways with Mission Complete and how he talks. And there, there, I mean, there's... There's memes now about Clinton, but there wasn't memes about Clinton for a long time. And there is way more about George Bush Jr. Um, And so that's where it started. And then Obama happened. And because the two parties like to play little mindfuck games with each other and and do little... uh, basically um, payback, you know, you did this to our president, so we're going to do this to your president. So when 
uh, a Democrat got elected, which was Obama. The Republicans, uh, who had had who had had to deal with issues with man, another truck's coming in. They hadn't been coming in for hours, and all of a sudden, I got two. Of course, when I start talking, um, so they hadn't. had to deal with or sorry I lost my train of thought I apologize Uh, so Republicans then started doing stuff to Obama but the thing was is that even though the Republicans were doing stuff in Congress that Democrats had done to George Bush Jr. uh, And they were doing that to Obama. The difference was the media game, the the news game, the news media, the the entertainment, all that stuff like that um, was different, played a different role in the whole thing. So uh, they played up Bush Jr.'s failures played up oh my god there's another truck they played up this is becoming really bad um played up uh his stupidity and then you didn't hear anything except for from conservative media all of obama's faults the mainstream media didn't say a damn thing about Obama. They didn't say a damn thing about things that Obama did wrong. They didn't say a damn thing about uh, Fast and Furious. They didn't say a damn thing about uh, his IRS stuff. The the IRS, his, uh, Obama's IRS um basically going out of their way to criminalize uh, conservative businesses and basically hunting them down in a sense and there was there was nothing about that mainstream media and then but conservative media there was which isn't really considered mainstream. It's all liberal. And then uh, when, sorry, I know this is long-winded. I'm just trying to establish a backstory. I haven't really done this on this podcast all that much. And then in when Trump took over, mainstream media went full bore. Um... And it started with the popular vote and how he's delegitimate and all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And how his inauguration doesn't have that many people. And his rallies didn't have that many people. And all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And they just kept going. Kept going. And so you watch when... A Democrat president becomes, or when we get a Democrat president, he is going to do nothing wrong. 
You're not going to see a damn thing happening for at least four years. It's going to seem like nothing because most media is liberal. Most media is liberal. That's how it is. They have the most donors. They have the rich people in their pockets. And that's what I'm telling you is that the Democrats are funded by rich people. They're helping the rich people. And that's why, you know, all the rich people, not not all rich people, but most rich people that contribute are liberals themselves. They, well, not liberals, sorry. I consider them leftists. I've, I've said this on a previous podcast and I, I continue to say the wrong terminology. Um, because now they're leftists. If you are following and adhere to Democrats and how they are now, you're a leftist. Uh, you're no longer liberal. I don't think Democrats are liberal anymore. You're a leftist. Because of all the stuff, how Ilian Omar said that we're going to impeach the motherfucker and all this stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. They're now leftists. They are full-on far left and pretty radical um that that's a pot that's part of or that's i think i explained most of that in my episode called the radical left uh so the the main, uh, you know, a, a lot of news, a lot of papers, a lot of websites, and maybe I'll go into that. The you know the leftist media in another podcast. Maybe that'll be the next one. Uh, but you have a a overwhelming amount of leftist media versus conservative. They're no longer progressive. They're regressive. So. Um, that's why. One second. It, uh, excuse me. I apologize. And this is what happens when you feel when you record stuff law, uh, raw. You know, I, I apologize. See, this is why I got to somehow get professional phone software or something. I don't know. Some app that'll help me edit all this out. But, uh, anyways, so most, most, most media is leftist and conservative media, media is very far and few in between. And if. You know, and that's the thing with conservative media. There's not a whole lot of them, comparatively. And a lot of them that were around before Donald Trump got elected, if they weren't big enough, they're probably not around anymore. Because Facebook, Twitter, all these people have been silencing conservatives and letting leftists just run free. Because Google 
and Twitter are leftists and they will silence you. They will silence you. So is Facebook. They're all leftists and they will silence silence you. There was a purge of conservative uh, media on YouTube. I never heard about a whole bunch of leftist videos getting deleted. It was all conservative stuff. And um, and conspiratorial stuff. And that just makes me uh, not so much afraid, but just shake my head at YouTube and a lot, you know, Google and a lot of these places that are basically silencing. Sorry, I yawned. Um, silencing people silencing vo- and then and then with this black lives matter stuff uh they're going to talk about lift all voices we're we're trying to lift all voices no you're not cuz you've been silencing motherfuckers for the past 4 years but okay lift all voices my ass um but that's that's pretty much how the mainstream media and how the two-party system has been acting for the past, you know, at least for the past, like, 30-ish years is, well, at least since George Bush Jr. So what, I was about 18. So 20 years. Yeah. 20 years um they've been just trying to one up each other and trying to do more stuff to the other party and they don't really care about you in the process they didn't care about you you know democrats didn't care about you when they were spending millions of dollars trying to trace chase uh false russia narratives and bullshit which uh, is another thing I want to get into that I recorded earlier. And uh, that is about Russia. Russians, Russians, Russians. CNN is still talking about Russians. There was a article about Trump's resistance-led intelligence agencies... To brief him less and less on Russia. It's it's hilarious. Uh, they also did one about how Putin uh, is trying to extend his rule, his presidency, till 2036. So they're, they're just wrapped up in Russia. Maybe if you focused on America a lot more. And stopped worrying about what Russia's doing, you'd probably get better news and probably get some real reporters too. That'd probably help. But uh, it was about Trump's uh, daily briefings, presidential daily briefings, how there was apparently Putin put a bounty on U.S. soldiers' heads in Afghanistan. And, 
um, how President Trump has been briefed less and less about what's happening in Russia. Um, but it's it's hilarious because if he was getting up to date information on what was uh going on in Russia, then he would be in Putin's pocket. But if he's not getting updates on what Putin's doing, then he's still in Putin's pocket. You see how they do that? You see how they do that? He's he's fucked either way. Because they already made up their mind. They already made up their mind. So they're just going to fit whatever evidence they can to make their narrative. And that's how they work. Uh, you know, Putin's a tyrant. Putin's evil. And... Uh, Donald Trump's sucking his dick. Whereas the average American, the real American, that works 12 hours a day, works his ass off, doesn't give a fuck what Russia's doing. Doesn't care what they're doing, don't give a shit about Russia. We just did three fucking years with the Mueller report and everything like that. And guess what? After three years of hundreds of millions of dollars... He determined that there was nothing, fucking nothing, and they still do it. They still push the bullshit. I mean, this isn't the only case in which CNN is uh, lost its credibility. There's many, many ways that it's lost its credibility. Um, they constantly push false information. They constantly push, uh, erroneous information. Oh, sources say, but they never say the sources. They never mention where the sources are at. Just sources say, cause you could do it if sources say, and then they get a, um, I do believe they did an article about, uh, some coronavirus news and it was some rando person putting a letter to the editor into the Wall Street Journal I do believe and then they published it in an article but it was a letter to the editor not like any specific credible person but they made an article and then CNN can now reference that article and now it's credible information you see how they do that bullshit they get some jag off to make an article for in an opinion piece in some other paper. Sky News fucking doesn't matter where it is. And then they just link to that. Oh, a report in Sky News said, blah, 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 conservatives suck. Republicans suck. They did this fucked up thing. And now it's proof. Now it's proof. Now it's credible intelligence. That's what they do. That's what they do. That's how they get all this bullshit going on. And, uh, uh, it's been perpetuating for way too long. The opinion pieces, all the false news, um, 
from these news, these leftist news organizations, uh, and it's been a long time coming that people need to stand up and tell them to f just just fuck the fuck off, uh, because. It's it's just it's gotten too far. It's gotten too far. Um, there's been reports about Putin putting bounties on U.S. soldiers' heads. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, that's fake. Uh, because it's saying that they char that they paid Taliban linked militants to kill the U.S. troops. I know Russia hasn't really had a good history, so to speak, in a long time, but they are now a democracy. Okay, whether you like it or not, whether what whoever thinks, whatever you fucking think, it doesn't matter. Your feelings don't fucking matter. It doesn't it doesn't mean that they're not a democracy. They are a republic just like us. Okay? They have the they usually republics follow certain rules of engagement and how they do things. And what goes on. And. um, The fact that. The same. Leftist bullshit ass. Fucking. Media. That. Perpetuates bullshit. HuffPost. New York Times. uh, Rolling Stone. (laughs) Rolling Stone. US Today. All that bullshit is saying the same shit. And yet Trump doesn't know about it. Why? Because it's not a thing. It's false. Uh, it's just... And it, and it's amazing. Hey, it's amazing that that kind of news... When did that pop up? Did that pop up last year? Did that pop up the year before? Or did that pop up... What is it now? What? Five months? No, wait. It is July now. July. July. August. September. October. Four months till the election. Four months. Huh. It was probably five months because it's probably a little bit of delay. Five months till the election. Amazing that a thing like that would pop out. Also, Black Lives Matter. Amazing how that pops up. Yeah, it's so close to an election. Uh, have we seen them in 2019? Uh, Did we see a bunch of them in 2018, 17? Oh, that's right. The last time we saw Black Lives Matter in big numbers was uh, 2016. What happened in 2016? Oh, that's right. Another election. That's right. I wonder who's controlling them. I wonder who they... Oh, that's right. They're mostly Democrats. Huh. 
That's interesting. Well, what a coincidence. That's a strange coincidence that a bunch of conservative black people, uh, well, actually, they're not really conservative. They're more Marxist. That's what the leader, one of the leader founders, sorry, one of the founders said was that she's a Marxist. So more towards, you know, the left, but probably not really for most of the Democrats are in office. But regardless, that's what the voting base is. And it's amazing how that must be a strange coincidence that that happened. I mean, I'm not saying that black lives don't matter. Black lives do matter. Uh, White lives matter. Brown lives matter. Everybody matters. Um, I'm not going to say all lives matter, but everybody does matter. Black lives do matter. I don't agree that nobody matters until black lives matter because black lives are more oppressed and blah, blah, blah. No, no, they're not. No one, there is not a black person now that knows what it is at all that was born and lives in America does not know what the fuck it is like to be a slave. They might have faced discrimination, but guess what? Regardless of what you think, white people face discrimination too. I know you like to think that it doesn't happen, but it happens, okay? Everyone faces discrimination uh, at some point. There is, racism is at an all-time low. Racism has been peddled hardcore, hardcore. Uh, they have redefined it and racism as it's actually defined real racism does not exist anywhere close to how it used to exist 60 years ago it is at an all time low you are freer today than everybody is freer today than they ever have been Specifically black people too. Now I'm not saying don't forget about the past. They're trying to destroy memorials and destroy all kinds of stuff to try and forget about it. I'm not saying forget about it. I don't think we should forget about it. I think it should be lessons that should be taught. And I think we should remember. I think it should be educational. Don't tear down all this stuff. Don't tear down conservative or not conservative. Don't tear down confederate statues and stuff like that and that's the thing oh it hurts my feelings it's a disgrace to me that statue isn't hurting you if you're getting your feelings hurt over a statue you're fucking fragile as shit you want to talk about white fragility that's some black fragility right there that's in that's incredible amounts of fucking pussiness if you're hurt by a statue that thing's just sitting there not doing a fucking thing that is completely pussified Oh, you don't understand? Bitch, I'm half German and Portuguese. You don't think I don't have a fucking history of shit? Yeah, that's right. Because since, you know, since the dawn of fucking time, since ancient Samaria, the only people that have ever been enslaved were black people that got enslaved in America. That's right. That, that That's the only time it ever happened. It hasn't happened since the dawn of fucking time, right? Everyone in the world has been enslaved in some way, shape, or form. 
and, uh, you know, like, really, realistically, if you want to talk about it, like, I would love, I would love a black person to try and even talk to a Jew, a Jew has way more, like, bro, we've been fucking enslaved since Babylonia, like, come on, you ain't got shit, um, but, uh, you, you know, everyone, everyone has had to deal with shit, you know, in history. And that's the thing is you are freer now than you ever have been. And we need to keep those lessons. We need to keep the teachings. We need to keep showing people because if you start getting rid of that because it hurts your feelings, guess what? History will repeat itself. Because the next generation won't know what it is. And then it'll perpetuate. That's what happens. It's a human fucking thing. It's a human fallacy. It's a human It's a human condition. You know, to get powerful and enslave people. That's what's happened since the dawn of time. And when people get powerful, they get power hungry. And they stop... They stop treating people like people. And if you get rid of those lessons, the next children, basically, to run this government, yeah, sure, maybe it's 50, 60, 100 years down the road, that those government officials that don't know shit about slavery because you wiped it from the books to hurt, to protect someone's feelings, will institute racism or will institute slavery. Because it's not a thing anymore. It's never been a thing. Everyone forgot about it. As soon as you start getting rid of shit in history, history repeats itself. That's why history is there. History is not there to make you feel good. History is there to teach you about how shit happened and why you shouldn't do it. Or why you should do it. You know, what's good, what's bad, you know, where everything originated, where we came from, how far we've come. And basically with leftists, it's like you want to be ignorant. You're trying to be ignorant. That's all I see is just planned ignorance. So I believe that black lives do matter because uh, some of the stuff that's going on and how people aren't getting you know the deaths of certain black people um, a video of uh, a black gentleman running away from a cop unarmed that gets shot in the back is appalling and I'm not pissed off because he's black. I'm pissed off because he's an American. And cops should not be treating other Americans like that. I feel the same way about uh, there was a homeless, mentally ill uh, white man that got that was handcuffed. That was sitting on the curb that two cops. I mean, it was years and years ago. Two cops beat the shit out of. And I don't know if anything happened to them. Because they beat this mentally ill man, homeless man, that was handcuffed, sitting on a curb to an inch of his life. I don't know if they, I don't remember if they killed him or not. But still, you know, it's, 
That's the shit that I think about. It doesn't just happen to black people. There's way more white people by the numbers that get get killed uh, by cops when they shouldn't be. And um, I think it's kind of interesting how most of the black deaths that happen by cops usually revolve around certain metropolitan areas that are Democrat controlled, but yet they're going to vote for Biden, who was a part of the 1994 crime bill which screwed up the black community way more than it should have at all and really targeted the black community. But yeah, he's great for them because you got to keep voting Democrat because they give you nothing at all, nothing tangible. So keep voting for them. That's that's a smart way, you know. So, I believe Black Lives Matter in essence. Black Lives Matter, the organization, is incredibly ignorant. Incredibly ignorant. Incredibly uh, Marxist. Incredibly communist. Socialist. Everything like that. Incredibly not for you as an American black person. They don't care about you. They don't care about you at all. Uh, they're just using you to get money, to feel better about themselves, and spread bullshit and division. They're race peddlers, uh, much like Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson. They're race, race peddlers. They make money off of using their blackness to impose guilt. On white people and using that guilt with their race card to get money, fame, whatever they want. Uh, it's just the newest thing. But yeah. I think we'll end uh, this episode. Uh, with some talk about uh, a law that was passed uh, not not specifically a law let me think let me let me see if I can find it um not specifically a law but a um, a like an executive order on that helped the Hispanic community and uh, Goya supported and thanked Trump for that because they're a Hispanic uh, business Sorry. Jeez. All of a sudden I'm yawning a whole bunch. Maybe I'm not breathing right. Uh, 
Um, so, uh, Goya Foods did a pro-Trump post or something like that. Did did a comment thanking them and thanking Trump and all that stuff and and. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm trying to find what, what they said, let me see here, uh, let me see if I can find it, nope, typed that wrong, doing it live, doing this live, uh, Let me see here. Oh, it was, it was, uh, to aid economic and educational prosperity in the Hispanic community. And leftists are trying to boycott Goya, who is a Hispanic owned and operated pretty much company. Um, it's still, I mean, it's American because the guy was born in Puerto Rico and stuff like that. still American, but the guy, man, this is ridiculous. I'm sick and tired of yawning. Uh, the guy did pro Trump, you know, he, he, he did a pro Trump speech or something like that and, and leftists are now boycotting it and it is um that is tantamount to um to how the left is because these hispanics who the left say they freaking love and adore and praise and want to help and and, uh, you know, they, they're so, you know, minorities, you know, white supremacy and shit like that, blah, blah, blah. But yet, uh, as soon as Hispanics don't, uh, follow the Democrat narrative and want to support Trump, now all of a sudden they... Ah, great. Here comes a truck. And he's going to inter- interrupt. Nope. Doesn't look like it. Um, and so they're going to, you know, you're going to support. You, as soon as you support Trump, you know, now you're, you don't have protections anymore. You don't have Democrat protections. And now you're basically a traitor and they're going to boycott you and everything like that. I think that's ridiculous. I think that's fucking that's that's called being hypocritical. That's being called uh a hypocritical piece of shit when you're going to do that to people. You know, you're going to talk about how, you know, that 
Latinos need to vote Democrat and we're all about Latinos and all this stuff. And then as soon as someone says, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to vote for Trump, uh, you know, oh, we should boycott them and get rid of them and stop them. And and they're worthless. Yeah, because they didn't follow your bullshit. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of hilarious that if a a Latino company or a, a Hispanic company or a black company, if they said, oh, we're going to vote for um, we're going to vote for Biden because we don't like Trump. You know what conservatives do? They say, all right, that's your uh, that's your freedom to do that. As soon as a black person or any minority says, I'm going to vote for Trump because I don't like the Democrats. There's suddenly an Uncle Tom, a race traitor, a, uh, what's another word they use for black people that I've seen? Um, oh, uh, a coon. They've, there's other, there's other black people that call black people coon because they vote, they want to vote for Donald Trump or they had voted for Donald Trump. Who's the worthless pieces of shit in that scenario? That is leftists. You cannot, there's, there's, there is no logical way you can tell me that someone basically putting someone down for their political belief not getting on you about it just showing uh, you know just just sharing their opinion and their view you're going to fucking put them down and call them all kinds of names because of that that makes you a racist or a bigot or a whatever you call fucking Trump pretty much so that's the thing when leftists don't see their own bullshit that's the problem the problem isn't conservatives the problem is all these fucking leftists that are ignorant as fuck and worthless um that's pretty much it for this episode I'm gonna try and publish it get it out there because I need to get an episode out there and I'm gonna try and find some software and um pop out a another episode hopefully sometime soon uh not in a year um there's a lot of stuff to talk about I got a lot of topics uh I'll probably try and write it down so I'll have a more structured form next time. Um, usually I try and do these on graveyards because they're a little less busy. Uh, obviously, it didn't get it got more noisier once I started recording because apparently the universe knows. I don't understand, but whatever. Um, but uh, it's a lot more busier on day shifts, and I am currently on light duty, so. I might as well get some of these podcasts in while I can. Uh, If you have any recommendations or if you want to talk about some topics, please uh, hit me up on Facebook or Twitter or 
Well, Google Plus isn't around. Uh, or I think that's it. Facebook or Twitter. Um, at Political American. And if you have the Anchor app, or if you want to send me, you can send me a voice recorded message as a question. I can play it on the podcast and answer your question. Uh, you can download the Anchor app, follow me on the Anchor app. You can listen to podcasts on the Anchor app. And you can also send me a voicemail on the Anchor app. Or you can upload something and send it to Facebook or Twitter. DM me. Whatever you need to do. Whatever you need to do. If you got any kind of questions, any kind of whatever, uh, do that. Even if it's a negative review. I had a negative review on the CastBox app. That guy... uh, let me let me see if I pull that up real quick. This guy had such nice words to say about my podcast. It was freaking amazing. I loved it. Not really. Um, let me see. What was his name? Was it Richard Smith? No. Um, I should be able to remember it because it was a dumbass freaking name. G Wiz, I think is, yeah. Uh, G Wiz is the guy's name, and it was about episode three, about the radical left, and he said that it's not about the radical left; rather, it's a tirade against liberals. Now, liberals and the leftists are totally different, and he said it appears it's completely unfamiliar with the radical left, and why would he? And why would he know about them? The radical left is never interviewed on national television in the United States. <laughs> His, uh, also, he used key words here. His esteem for the proletariat is enough to make any Marxist blush. For the, f- for the fact that he just used proletariat. You know, and the bourgeois or whatever. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. Uh, it would be quite interesting to hear him. Damn it, my screen went off. Uh, to hear him do an episode after reading actual leftist literature. Leftists are people that are left on the fucking political compass. It's not hard to figure it out. They're not a fucking political party. Okay, it's an ideology. Liberal is an ideology. Conservative is an ideology. Con- liberal is actually not left on the political compass. Liberal is more towards the middle authoritarian. And conservative is more towards the right authoritarian. I am in the middle libertarian, in the bottom. I can show there's I think there I think I posted pictures on Facebook. But uh, regardless, this guy, G Wiz that posted on my, uh, uh, podcast, he makes a lot of interesting, let's just say interesting 
stupid, uh, but not just interesting comments on everyone's podcast, and which just makes me think he's either a troll or just, I don't know, old and has a lot of free time, um, but anyways, that's also a thing. If you're gonna comment or you want me to have questions or whatever, I'm not. I'm. I'm not gonna sugarcoat shit. You know, if you want to friggin' make fun of me, I can make fun of you back right on my podcast. I don't give a fuck. Um, I don't get paid for this. You can't cancel me. You know, I don't have fucking a- advertisers. I got a job. Uh, but anyways, so that's that's pretty much this in a nutshell. Um, and, uh, I will see you on, uh, the next episode. Adios, mofo. Oh, but, but at the end of the day, they're backing him. You know, they're backing, come on. Yeah, at the end of the day. At the end of the day, John, if someone wants to get anyone, they can get him. Yeah, at the end of the day. <laughs> at the end of the day, it's more important that we have entertainment at the end of the day. So, at the end of the day, who's going to pay for the real loan? It's going to be taxpayer money. At the end of the day. Because at the end of the day, that's going to be up to Valerie Jarrett. (laughs) At the end of the day. Hey, man, fist bump.